Thanks for jumping into another podcast episode brought to you by Bad Tabletop Gaming. Your hosts are Bill, Armin, Andy, and Dan. If you are a new listener, welcome and thank you for your support. If you're a returning listener, welcome back and thank you for your support. Before we kick this new episode, we want to take a moment to thank our sponsors. Tony at Hammerhead Games, who has a variety of MDF and plastic cut gaming essentials from army trays to objectives and much, much more. And Matt at Pop Goes the Monkey, who has a large inventory of top-notch upgrade bits and specialized add-ons for the models in your collection. Links for both pages can be found in the descriptions of our videos. Lastly, if you like what we are doing, please like, share, and subscribe. Also hit us up in the comments, as we love all the feedback you give us to help us improve the channel and podcasts. Hey guys, welcome back. Sandy here, joined with Bill and Dan. Hello. And How's it going, guys? Say hi. Oh, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> the boys again. We're all back together again on the podcast. And today, we're doing the Mighty Iron Hands. I almost yeah. said Iron Warriors there. <laughs> no, Andy. Yeah. It's the Not Iron to... Hands. It's the Iron Hands. Yeah. Not to be confused with the Iron Warriors. <laughs> So uh, in our uh, in our community and whatnot, uh, Dan's actually our main Iron Hand player. So I'm probably the, yeah. I was gonna say I'm probably the predominant person or the one who's consistently been playing since book two. Yeah. Probably, well, since we really started, really. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So the OG Iron Hand player. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, I, th- I think there was one other player, and he was in for I think a league, and haven't really seen him out since. So, yeah. um, but definitely different army compared to yours. Mm-hmm. But we'll get to that. We'll get to that in a little bit here. Um, so yeah. So uh, Bill, would you want to lead in with some questions? I guess uh, starting things off, Dan, what uh, what drew you to the Iron Hands? At first, um, to be honest, it's it's all the bio- uh, bionics. Um, also, for whatever reason, I, I seem to be drawn to black armor. I play Raven Guard for forty k. I play Iron, Iron Hands for you know Horse Heresy. Uh, also, the it's it's all mechanized, right? So it's all the bionics it's all the tanks it's all it's all that that that, that's what really drew me to the iron hands to begin with yeah no doubt well they're all walking around like everybody's a terminator basically right basically yeah talking (laughs) talking james cameron terminator there not terminator armor so (laughs) Yeah. yeah they're all they're all uh cyborgs pretty much you know they as soon as a you know a limb gets blown off they're just like yes now i can replace it and you know, like that's basically their kind of rite of passage is just like replacing body parts. And as soon as something feels like it's uh, failing them, they don't hesitate. It's just like just cut it out. I'm gonna get a new eyeball or whatever, right? Like, you know, it's just that whole aspect of becoming a machine almost. They're, they must be uh, Necron fans, eh? I guess they would be. <laughs> No doubt. Uh, well, the the flesh is weak, right? So yeah, 
Stuff, stuff. Yeah, no, that's pretty cool. Um, mm-hmm. And we don't see them too often. Like besides you, Dan. I mean, your your army was like you said, uh, mechanized mainly, right? Yeah, um, I basically, uh, I, my big thing is I I try to stay away from the meta. And then as soon as the armored right uh, armored breakthrough right showed up, I was like, that's that just screams Iron Hands because it's literally just, it allows you to take uh, Predators as troops. So I was just like, I'm just going to run a full tank army. And I took it to LVO like two or three times now. So it's just crazy because, nice. you know, it's just like 18, 20 tanks in, in a list. Yeah, it. I've played that army a few times. Uh, I've played it against my Iron Warriors and with my Wolves and stuff. And it's it is hard to deal with. That's for sure. There's a lot of armor mm-hmm. in your face. So, what we really need to do is have a big tank battle. <sighs> yes. Just, uh, yes, we do. That, that's where it'd be pretty awesome. What do you mean? We did at well, one of the at the end of the leagues, and I won uh, the best uh, overall because I ended up killing more units in the whole <laughs> in the whole le- uh, Sorry, the whole uh, the mass? Game. mega battle. Yeah, because yeah. we played that mega battle, and oh, it was literally. Yeah. It was it like six true. on six or something, and That's we literally had like an apocalypse style game, and that is whoever true. destroyed destroyed the most hull points in one in, during the whole game. Won this, and I won the oh, trophy. Oh uh, yeah, big game big, hunter, a big game hunter yeah. with all my tanks. Oh, that was, I think that was the that was a uh, long time ago, man. Yeah, <laughs> that was like the first the uh, first main event that we did at the hall there. Yeah, the first big league. Uh, mega battle kick off, yeah. So that's awesome. Well, I guess I know what we're putting on the docket. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Big game hunter. <laughs> so oh, awesome. <laughs> Very cool. I guess um, rolling into the, the next question, which always kind of a nice. What's your favorite right of war to use with these arms? Well, it's not necessarily an Iron Hands one, but, uh, you know, the Armored Breakthrough is yeah. probably the one I mostly go to. But my next favorite would be, like, an actual Iron Hands specific one would be uh, the Head of the Gorgon. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, it it's kind of very similar because it, it allows you to take anyone who could take dedicated transports. It allows you to take uh, Land Raiders instead. And it... It's just, you know, that's just the way to get more tanks in there. Because, you know, you're basically, your tack troops basically can just take a Phobos or a, uh, not an Achilles, uh, the other one, Proteus. Oh, yeah. So, right. And uh, it also gives you the Blessing of the Amasaya for free. Basically, so your tanks just have a weaker, it will not die. And it also allows any tank to outflank. Which is huge. Which is yeah, big. I, I've, I've when I first started playing, it was I put flamer squads, uh, flamer support squads in, in rhinos and have them, you know, outflank and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. also like vindicators outflanking is is a huge thing too. Oh, definitely. Oh, for sure. Especially now you're... by the machine spirit. So, and then there's a couple of minor things in there. Well, little things too, like. Your infantry are stubborn. Mm-hmm. Oh, and your deployments, yeah. And then uh, you can switch out like 
flamers for graviton guns. Which I've never done because it's a heavy blast weapon, but Yeah, right. And what's uh that says here uh all vehicles they gain blessed Blessing of the Amaziah? That's it's... just what I call it. Yeah, Auto or something like that. <laughs> Weird. Let me roll the R there one more time. Yeah. Um, basically, on a, you roll, if you get a hull point taken away, you roll, and on a 6+, plus, you get your, that hull point back. Basically, your tanks are self-sufficient kind of thing. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, and, I don't think I've seen that ever come up, ever, really. But, been a while. Yeah, that's true. It has <laughs> been a while. You so, can also take uh, Battle on Tamanta as elite choices. So you can take you can basically take another army as your elite choice, which is right. good, instead of allying with uh, Mechanicum themselves. Huh. So. And since we're since we're on the the rights of war, uh, the second one that they have, what's that one? That's Company of Bitter Iron. Yeah. Uh, Company of Immortals. It, it basically, yeah, Immortals become troops. Oh, the Medusan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and basically everyone gets hatred traitors, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, sir. And, yeah, and then Medusan Immortals are stubborn when the majority of the unit's models are inside the enemy deployment. Okay. Yeah. Basically, this is probably the best right for uh, Zona Mortalis. Yeah. For one, it makes Immortals troops and having hatred on everybody. Like, it's yeah. not a one-time thing. It's just the whole game. Everyone has hatred, which which is right. awesome. And then uh, a couple limitations, uh, kind of the normal thing, you know, no allied detachments, um, no Shattered Legion. Uh, actually, no, sorry. May only be used by an army that belongs to a loyalist faction and may not be used, yeah, in conjunction with the Shattered Legion theme. And then here's the last one on that limitation. It's... Uh, May not include Ferris Manus. Is that because Basic, it's already gone or what? Yeah, basically yeah. it's their surviving <laughs> force after post Istvan. Yeah. 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 Kinda of, it kinda of, it kinda of follows that theme with the three armies. Like because Raven Guard has their, their version of it and then the Salamanders have their version of it mm-hmm. after uh Istvan, right? So Yeah, it looks like because the Salamanders are actually right on the next side, but yeah. No Vulcan in that one, right? So yeah. Huh, cool. No, I, I actually never really looked at this until now, really. But, yeah, if you like Immortals. And like you said, Zone Mortalis, yeah, that'd be good. Either way, for sure. Let us know what you what I like. Uh, what I like about that, right, too, is it doesn't force you to take Immortals. I mean, they become troops, but it's not like one of these other ones where it's like, you have to take them. Right. So it doesn't turn into attacks. But fair enough. It, it it is good though. I mean, it, it's it's not overpowering, but I mean, if you put it into a small game, it becomes a lot better. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I like breachers myself, mm-hmm. like, and even the armies that have their own kind of specific ones. You know, pretty neat. Well, with the icons, like because you're uh, these these guys have like the the cog and everything on their. Shields, pretty much, don't they? Like yeah. 
Yeah, they have the the hand and everything on it, and yeah. all of them are all cyborged out with robotic arms and stuff. Nice, cool. Rolling in, yeah, rolling yeah. into uh, continuing on the love of your iron hands. What is your favorite unit from the Legion, like an iron hand specific unit itself? Well, there's only two, and one's garbage, and the other one, <laughs> the other one is is the Immortals. So I'd have to say the Immortals. <laughs> uh, you know, breaches are awesome, and that's kind of a big 30k thing. Is breaches became this huge thing, and you know, they're they're Space Marines with shields, and then of you know, Immortals basically are the Iron Hand version, and they literally are better breachers because they have um, they have feel no pain for free and they have the option of taking volkites instead of bolters. Oh, okay. Yep. So basically they become like a breacher support squad. Yeah. Very cool. Nice. Very cool. Um, yeah. That, that's basically the, the unit. The main one. Choose. Yeah. yeah. Well, what's the other one? The other named unit? Uh, Gorgon. The Gorgons. Gorgons? Yeah. Well, why don't you like those ones then? Well, for one, they're they're, in the, they're the only Space Marines specific that are in uh, Indominus Terminator armor. Everyone else is Tartaros or Cataphracty. These guys are in Indominus. <laughs> so they're kind of like a mix bag kind of thing like they can run but they can't overwatch or something like that so can't sweep just, yeah they can't sweep yeah. oh, okay and it's yeah. just and they have a five plus invuln uh the other problem is is if you make if you save an invuln save they cause a blinding test which sounds cool but it, it actually affects your units too so you have to make a blinding test as well uh, you do get the ability, it does say in the rules that you get the ability to re-roll it, but I played a game and I failed it twice. And <laughs> so I was just like, this is the last time I'm probably going to yeah, use these. Never these. again. Yeah. So. But uh, to be fair, like the models are cool. Right? Yeah. They are, they do have that classic feel. And I do remember you were starting to make some, uh, Use out of them using uh, some of the Mornavel rules. Oh, well, yeah, heavy destroyers. Yeah, I was taking the chest plates. I basically just when I got the more or the gorgons, the ones I didn't build, I literally was using the the chest plates. Yeah, because they're all they got iron hands like uh, signias and like gears and stuff all over it. So nice. That's already always awesome to see the conversion. Yeah. Sweet. I guess one of the last questions here before we start pumping into the, the book and getting deeper is uh, your favorite fluff for the Legion. Is They're basically assholes. They're, they're loyalists, <laughs> but they're, they're just assholes. They literally... Their whole thing is... is get out of my way or die kind of thing. Cause they don't, when they go to a planet and take it over, they literally, they just destroy whatever, whatever's in the way. And if civilians don't want to help, they don't think twice about it. It's literally, Oh, 
you don't, you know, you're in my way, dead, right? Like they just throw them to the side, and it's just like this. They're literally um, unfazable. They don't really feel emotions, and then it shows in combat too because they literally will shrug off shots, and you know, they're literally walking, and you know, they'll get shot, and they'll just go, you know, they won't feel the pain or whatever you want to call it. They just, it's just this like emotionless marine but they're so good at what they do that the emperors just like do whatever you got to do right and they're they're not well known in the stories as like you know the imperial fists or sorry the iron warriors is taking down walls and stuff but the iron hands did it too they were also a a breacher yeah they would take down walls or defenses with heavy artillery and heavy tanks and stuff like that they kind of have this like shock and awe feel. It's like do as much damage as you can with your heavy tanks to make people give up rather than making them surrender kind of thing. Just it's yeah. more of a, a hard fist rather than a, a soft touch. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Well, Ferris isn't really depicted in the <laughs> stories as being a very uh, forgiving or, you know, uh, mild natured <laughs> primark no cuz cuz uh i forget what short story was but they, he's literally talking to his first captain and they're scared to, to offend him because he's they're worried about him getting angry right cuz he's just so irritable yeah. and quite he That's... does have that soft side he he's like vulcan right he gets he gets angry and tempers and smashes things and then he eventually he just settles down and then he's like okay son like i'm going to tell you how to do it kind of thing but yeah, it's they don't want to piss them off at all. No, they they do talk about that quite a bit about the Medusan temper, right? As it's yeah. flaring like a volcano, it's just always ready to blow, basically. So. Yeah. Well, and and the other fluff that I really like is Ferris Manus. I mean, obviously he dies. He, he it's no spoiler. He dies like in the in the second <gasps> spoilers. <or third> book. <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> but. <laughs> What's uh, funny is he literally, when he lands on the planet of Medusa, Medusa is like an ice planet. And so he basically roams these mountains and he's basically like the Yeti. He's like this myth that he's like this stranger walking through the mountains because he doesn't want to socialize, but he's just there. And he eventually fights this um, wyvern. They call it a wyvern, but I'm pretty sure it's just the Necron um, thing robot it's this giant snake looking yeah it's thing. a canatech wraith or something like that yeah and he he ends up fighting it and he they they end up on this volcano and he ends up taking taking uh this wyvern and then drowning it in lava to melt it because he couldn't he couldn't kill it and that was the only way he could oh, do okay. it was literally him taking it and drowning it in lava and having it melt, and as it was melting in the lava, it that's what covered his skin was silver. Yeah, living metal, pretty much. Which basically, yeah, was living metal, and that's how you that's how you got the the silver hands was fighting this Necron uh, monster, and basically, yeah, getting living metal all over his arms. That's that's part of the fluff I like too. Yeah. Yeah, no, he he did. Uh, he he does have some some good parts, especially like in some of the later stories. He may not be directly involved, but they they do speak highly of him. I know 
I, I just finished Vengeful Spirit, and when Horus is talking to Mal, he actually brings Ferris up as, like, Ferris was the only other, like, of the brothers that actually had his, like, mindset for war. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he talks about a couple other Primarchs, but he says Ferris was the one who really understood, like, the the value of it, right? Yeah. This is pretty neat, so... Oh, another another Ferris fluff was Ferris Manus actually made a lot of the Primarch's weapons. Uh, Vulcan also did too, but um, Ferris Manus made a whole bunch. And there's a funny story uh, part in uh, I think it's it's First Heretic where Logar, where the Emperor's like literally just to Logar was like, go down to the forge. Ferris is there, and this is the first time Logar meets Ferris, and Ferris is like. Oh, you need a weapon? Here. Throws him the uh, the Morning Star, whatever his mace is called. Yeah. He's like, you need it because you're weak. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Logar didn't really have anything to say, right? Because he's just like, Ferris Manus was just pounding this, you know, pounding metal. And was just like, hey, get out of here. Here's your mace because you're so weak. I built it for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's funny. I don't know. He's just an asshole to everybody. <laughs> Except Falgrim. I'm pretty sure they were dating. They're bros, man. <laughs> bros. <laughs> yeah. It's all good. So. Well, they, they, uh, they, they exchanged weapons, did they not? Yeah, they had a contest of, well, I think Falgrim thought he could build a make a better weapon than than ferris and ferris was like well let's let's challenge each other right like spend weeks building these weapons and then literally that's kind of how ferris ends up with the hammer the hammer is was built by fulgrim because he was just because eventually he ended up befriending him through that whole contest and um so they ended up exchanging these weapons and then he he grabbed the hammer and then uh, Fal- or sorry, Ferris Manus made the the fire blade for Fulgrim, so they ended right. up becoming bros that way through a contest. And then, and then that hammer ends up going somewhere else too, right? I believe. Uh, oh, of course. Oh, you mean, no, it does. You mean after Istvan? <laughs> after the fact, yeah. After. Yeah. I think it gets shared by a bunch of people. I think it eventually gets. Oh, you mean Perturabo? Oh, you know yeah, who per- he meant. Her travel ends up getting it, but yeah. I know later on someone else finds it, and he—I think there was a Raven. I think it's a Raven Guard guy ends up finding it or something as a treasure. I don't know when Her Travel becomes a demon eventually. Huh. Spoilers. So cool. I guess we can yeah. get into like the Legion readout, the black book. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I guess I'll just start with like the actual um, readout here. Sure. Uh, they have the Legion of Stardust rule. They can regroup regardless of the size. Um, in violet armor, all models, all models with the Legion of Stardust Iron Hand special rule reduce the strength of all shooting attacks against them by minus one, which is huge for it's shooting. It's amazing. It's amazing. Like you, no one can downplay that. Like it's in game terms, it is insane. 
it just shows how indomitable they are, right? Like just getting shot and it's just like, nah, shrug it off and just keep going, right? Yeah. But what makes it big is, is missiles. Missiles don't become instant killing anymore. No, I guess yeah, they're technically true. strength seven, right? On the characters and whatnot. Kind of. Yeah, for characters with multi well, I guess, and stuff. I mean, if you had feel no pain. That too, yeah. For feel no pain. Yeah. So any like strength six weapon, or sorry, strength eight weapon, it's it's so hilarious to watch when people are like, okay, I'm gonna fear the legion, and I'm like, okay, it's Iron Hands, and they roll on them like, so they're pulling out the you know the ones and th- twos and threes, and I'm like, no, no, it's the fours as well, and they're like, what? I'm like, yeah, it's the minus the strength, and they're like, minus one, and they're like, so bolters are wounding on fives, and they're like, pulling them out, and they're like, holy crap, like. You know, I, I did 40 shots. You know, I probably got 28 uh, wounds or sorry, hits, but I only wounded like six times. And I'm like, yeah, that's Iron Hand for you, right? Like, <laughs> now you know yeah. what an Imperial Guardsman feels like with Flasgun. <laughs> that's right, yeah. So, yeah. Bolters, I think, where it really hurts because now you're wounding on fives with a thing that's supposed to be wounding on fours normally. Yeah. It's the shooting game you don't want to get into with the Yeah. Players. Definitely. And then uh, the next one is stand and fight. All models with the Legion of Starry Iron Hands special rule must pass the leadership test in order to make sweeping advance after winning an assault or to make a run move in the shooting phase. In addition, models with this special rule cannot voluntarily go to ground. So this one I don't really like as much, but it makes sense because they're literally, they're kind of just, you know, big, uh, like golems, right? They're just mindless moving machines and, and, um, uh, they just don't run, right? They're, they're not scared. That, I think that's the whole point of them not being able to run is just that they're, they're not scared. That's why they don't go to ground. And that's why you can't, uh, run with them. Yeah. Or sorry, that's why you have to make a leadership to run. It's just that they, I don't know. I just feel like they don't, they don't like, being scared. I don't know how to else to explain it. Well, they're almost just like like lumbering behemoths, pretty much. Basically, right? yeah. You know, they're, they're kind of like they're, yeah. They're kind of well. They're kind of like they're not like how how do I say it? Not like slow paced, but they're just they might have like a slower advance. Yeah. Right, because they they talk about like the you know immortals and. The Gorgon, right? And it gives you that feel of like these guys are like the super, you know, the tanks, right? Yeah. The super mm-hmm. heavy troopers that are just, they're taking hits, but they're slowly advancing and, you know, they don't really, they kind of like, it seems like they stick together and not mm-hmm. go out and, and, you know, gallivant to claim the huge glory, right? They kind yeah. of advance as, as a unit. So, so yeah, yeah. I mean, this one's more fluffy in general because it, it, I mean, it, it also hurts not being able to go to ground. It can be, you know, it kind of sucks because if you're sitting in train, you got one model left and he's sitting in the objective and it's just like, okay, I want that three plus rather than a four plus. Your iron hands, guys literally just, oh, I'm just going to stick up, stand up and put my head out the window, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> but. I, I've, I've, uh, I felt the pain of, you know, making those leadership nines for just to make a run move. And it's just like, oh, man. Yeah. 
Especially when you're trying to run towards an objective, eh? Yeah. Uh, but it is what it is, right? And I, I've just learned that that's the way. I just don't even bother trying to go to ground anymore. So uh, the next, the next trait is rigid tactics. An Iron Hands detachment may not have more units with the Legion of Stardis special rule in total, including independent characters with the jump infantry bike or jetpack type. Then it does with infantry type. Note that because of this, certain rights of war are unavailable to Iron Hands. So basically, you can't have more jump troop bikes than just uh, boots. Hmm. And it, I think that just comes into their fluff of they're not really fast and they're not really, you know, speeding through. That's yeah, basically... they, tra- they, they travel in like the heavier armor, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, and tanks are kind of their thing. and. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I've never tried to put a jump pack on any of them or put them on bikes, but it's, you know, be it, is, <laughs> it is what it is. And it's kind of funny because you'll see guys make lists. They're like, oh, you know, I want to play, you know, the, the jump pack, right? And then on the Iron Hands page, people just, you know, you'll just see like 20 comments. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't. <laughs> it's funny, huh? Um, now we're getting into like the war gear. Yeah. Um, so starting with the Legion specific, uh, Iron Hands have uh, it's called an Iron Father. Uh, any Praetor uh, with the Legion of Stardis rule, Iron Hands uh, may be made into an Iron Father. Uh, be given they're given a servo arm in addition to their normal war gear and feel pain no uh, six plus. And they also get the Battlesmith special rule for 40 points. If this is done, they can no longer be equipped with a jump pack, space marine bike, or uh, jet pack, or jet bike. Um, it's a little expensive, and I've only ever used it in like fluffy situations, but it's kind of cool to have your Praetor be able to fix uh, vehicles with the Battlesmith rule. And you also get one free servo arm attack, yeah. which is basically like a power fist. And the yep. six six plus feel no pain is pretty good. It, like, it's uh, you know, it's just free. It's better than nothing, really. Yeah. Yeah, and an Iron Father is basically like um, the highest rank you can become in a clan for oh. Iron Hands. So, like in the stories, these Iron Fathers, they're basically they they kind of have a dual role. They're basically the they're basically the leaders of clans. But they're also sort of the chaplains because they're the ones that keep everybody in line. Oh, and okay. there was a, I forget what book it was. It's either the third, I think it's the third book when they're, when they're fighting or maybe it's Fulgrim. I can't remember, but what happens is there was a, a ship captain. He ends up failing in one mission. So Ferris actually sent this iron father to come watch him to make sure he's actually doing that. his job. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's and really yeah, and I think that captain, was in Fulgrim. Yeah, yeah, I think that's Fulgrim. And the one guy's just like, man, I don't like this guy watching me the whole time because the guy's an asshole, right? He's just like, get you know, get going, do your job. You can't fuck up this time, or we're gonna demote you, kind of thing, right? So yeah. they're like basically the the top ranks. I don't, I don't think they're like top captains, but I think they're just the leaders of the clans. Hmm. 
Hmm. And because that's how kind of how the Iron Hands work is clans rather than um, chapters or whatever. Chapters or whatever, yeah. Um, so getting into the war gear, there's the I call it the blessing of the Amasai, but it's Auto Mish Sima Lu. Ah, <laughs> for, for 10 points, uh, you can upgrade your tank. And what it is, is if you lose a hull point and on a, a D6 roll of a six, you gain that hull point. So it's basically a weaker, it will not die, but any vehicle can buy it, which is pretty nice. So basically you take it on like dreadnoughts and stuff like that. Try and get hull points back. Um, the second war gear uh, is a cyber familiar. Any Iron Hands character not already able to do so may take a Cyber Familiar for 15 points. And basically what a Cyber Familiar does is it gives you a plus one to your any invul. Or if you don't have one, it gives you a six plus invul. And it also lets you re-roll character tests. Which is huge. So, yeah, it, a lot of guys say they don't take it, but I, I take it on every character I can. Because that plus one to invuln, I think, is 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 big, and oh, yeah. you don't really notice it. Like you're like, oh, a praetor is already four plus, but now the four you can make a praetor three plus. And if anyone knows, a three plus invuln is almost unkillable in in a lot of cases. You end up being able to shrug off a lot, and it works a lot too with centurions because yeah. if you centur centurions can only have a five plus invuln. Yeah, so you're giving them an iron halo familiar, them, basically. Yeah, so basically, yeah, you'll give them the fractor field and you give them cyber familiar. And it, it basically costs the same points as an iron halo anyways, because uh, uh, refractor field's 10 points, and then this is 15 points, so it's 25 points, which is basically the cost of an iron halo. Yeah. Huh. Which I take a lot on all basically all my characters. Uh, and then we're getting into the rights now. Um, I don't know if anyone else wants to read it. Maybe people are tired of hearing my voice. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we did we did talk about um, head of the Gorgon, mm -hmm. uh, basically as being one of your your premature one of your favorite ones. Yeah. And then yeah, yeah we it, talked about the other one. Then I guess we can yeah, go into your Iron. Gorgons then yeah. the Terminators. The, the one thing that yeah I, I guess. One of the things, like just to chime in about the rights, is uh, how between your legion rules and then some of the rights that you have, like the head of the Gordon, Gorgon especially, just I think Iron Hands do tanks better than anybody, right? Considering yeah. being able to have the outflank is just, it's insane, right? Like I, I, I've, I've played against it. I've watched it happen at LVO. I, I've watched it happen in local games. And yeah, it's when these tanks are just coming out of the woodwork all over the place. It doesn't matter what side you're out flanking on. Usually they're fast, right? Like mm -hmm. they're, yeah. it's a Sakaran or something, or yeah, another Vindicator. And they're just coming out and just guns blazing, right? It's just, uh, yeah, you can't, you can't down, downplay that part. It's just devastating. Well, I guess we can read the limitations just because we talk about how good it is. And, oh yeah, uh, I honestly think the limitations aren't even that terrible because one of the limitations is you can only take one single fast attack. 
which isn't a huge thing if you're filling that heavy support slot anyways, right? Yeah. Well, let's be real. A, if you're taking a fast, it's probably going to be a lightning or javelin. Yeah, right? lightning, like, yeah. Yeah, some air support. <laughs> yeah. That's that's basically it. And that, in my in the past, I've only ever just taken like a storm eagle. So just for that, you know, that air and that air support. But, you know, there's there's not a whole lot in the fast fastest fast attack slot anyways. And then with the exception of a Forge Lord type, detachments with this right may only take a single console as part of their HQ, which actually isn't a huge deal either. For me, anyways, because there's a bunch of characters that uh, aren't don't consider a console type, so I like I normally don't take a lot of consoles with this right anyways. And then this detachment um you can't ally with Space Marines with another Space Marine, which is, yeah, they're all common, a lot of right? a lot of rights have those, right? So, yeah, but exactly. the limitations are so minor compared to what you get from the actual right itself. Yeah, yeah, no, that's very true. And then, uh, yeah, I guess we're going into the Gorgons, the Terminators. Yeah, for sure. I, I can, I can read them. Sure. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, so yeah, Gorgon Terminator Squad, their elite choice, 200 points. Uh, you get five of them. Um, the uh, sergeant is the Hammer Bearer. Cool name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Gorgon Pattern Terminator Armor, which we discussed earlier, which is... Um, Indominus. Indominus. And then... Yeah, you pass an invulnerable save. Four plus uh, models within six inches uh, have to take a blind test, right? So, mm-hmm. and then finally, units re-roll that test. But they're equipped with combi bolter power axe, and then the sergeant, the hammer bearer, which is fitting, has a thunder hammer, which is nice. Yeah, yeah. not too bad, not too shabby. Uh, implacable advance. They have a feel no pain five plus. Yeah. This is nice, considering you're pretty much rocking a apothecary for free. And for the points on the squad being 200 for a squad of yeah. five, it's that's pretty uh, pretty damn good value, right? Like you're only 25 points more than regular leisure terms. Yeah. yeah. And so. like their stats are literally legion terms, except for their initiative. Initiative, yeah. Which. <laughs> They have power axes and thunder hammers, um, and then they can switch them out for power fists um, or chain fists. So I mean, the initial uh, really... they can buy lightning claws, but yeah, <laughs> they're but, I mean, still fighting an initiative three. Yeah, like most terminators are taking power fists or chain fists. Yeah, right? so. But it forces you to have to take those unwieldy weapons rather than if you're like, oh, I just want Gorgons with lightning claws, right? Then you just... Mm-hmm. But... And then your uh, Sarge, whatever, can have like normal grenade harness. Mm-hmm. Um, you also have the combi weapon option for the other Terminator, or actually for him as well. Uh, the Sergeant. Um, Cyber Familiar he gets as well. Yeah, can for ten points. That's pretty um, good. 
there's uh one thing you're missing from uh every in for every five models one can yep. take there's something you're missing there that's huge yeah for every five models the the uh they can exchange a common bolt for the the following weapons heavy flamer reaper auto cannon and a graviton gun mhm so the graviton gun is what's what's the big thing there yeah. being able to have like an anti tank uh haywire blast weapon yeah. on a terminator so oh, that terminator sure. can actually move and shoot it right yeah there's not many out there that actually get the option i know i know we've talked about it before like you know would you not pay 10 points for a combi grab if you could <laughs> on your terminators like yeah it's uh that's a whole nother topic for a different uh meta thing that's breaking the meta with uh Mechanicum, uh, what is it? Hoplites. So oh, okay. that's, yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about that at another point. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I mean, for 200 points, like, you know, their their environmental save is not as good as uh, Cataphracty, right? Because they're 5 plus. Mm -hmm. So, but I mean, 200 points, they're decent. Because what's uh, uh, Tartarus is the same thing, right? Two hundred points. No, they're one seventy five. They one seventy five. Oh, base, okay. Yeah. So basically, you're buying the feel no pain. Yeah, but for only twenty five yeah. points, and your apothecary couldn't do it anyway. So you're up twenty points and an elite yeah. slot. Yeah. So you're laughing yeah. there, right? Like. And then you start doing it, which aren't too bad. Yeah. What's funny is in the stories they talk about a different type of Terminator, like uh, the actual Madness's... Medusans, aren't they? Uh, um, I thought that's yeah. what they're called. Yeah, but they never come up. Like that's one thing I wanted to see was like a Medusan command squad or something like that because you hear about them all marching up and doing their thing. Yeah, but they don't. But they don't Basically, have like. Ferris Manus is personal guard, right? They're yeah. they're the guys that they're in the first they're the first they're in the first with the first captain and they literally that's their role is to be like wherever Ferris goes, that's where they go, kind of thing. Yeah. Hmm. And they basically talk about them being like these mobile tanks, right? These like these but they're just I don't know. It's just funny that they ended up with the Gorgon Terminators, which yeah. no one's even heard of, right? Yeah, yeah, because I I do I do know that they make they do make mention um, to it when they're talking. I think it's in the Vulcan book, but when they're talking about Ferris and the Medusans all locking pretty much pretty much shoulders, all their cataphracty kind of they all lock as one big wedge, mm -hmm. and they just don't stop. The wedge just keeps <laughs> moving because if they stop, they may not catch up to the rest of the force because they are slow, and they just keep you know trudging along and more locks. Morlocks. Oh, yeah, I thought it was Medusans. Yeah. But that's what maybe the Immortals were getting me twisted there. Yeah, they're, they're called Morlocks. Oh, that's pretty neat. They got some badass names. <laughs> Medusan, Gorgon. Yeah. And then uh, the other one there. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> but uh, um, speaking of Medusan, they're they've actually been updated. I don't know if you have the the FAQ ready, Andy. Uh, you know what? I do. Not... I do. I'll just read it. You have it. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. 
So they got FAQ'd in the last big FAQ, what, two years ago? Because Forge World's so slow. Um, uh, so. They basically, uh, there's 10 in a squad. They cost 205. Uh, their weapon skill, ballistic skill, strength, toughness is all the same. Their initiative is actually for leadership, 8 and 9, 3 plus armor. Uh, their war gear, they come with bolt pistols, bolt guns, frag and crack grenades, boarding shields, power armor. Uh, their special rules, iron hands, uh, gun them down, feel no pain, 5 plus, and harden armor. Uh Going through their options, you can buy 10, 10 more for 12 points. Any Medusa Immortal and any Veteran Sergeant may exchange their Bolt Gun for Volkites for vol- uh, five, sorry, two points. It used to be five points, but they changed it to two points. So they can buy Volkite Chargers. Um, any Medusa Immortal or Veteran Sergeant may exchange their Bolt Gun for a Chainsword. Meh. They, the Shield can't grant you any bonuses if you take it. So I never take a chainsword on them. Yeah. Um, for every five models in the squad, you can take a flamer, melt a gun, graviton gun, last cutter. Uh, probably a melt a gun would be the best option. Yeah. Because grab guns, you have to move. Or sorry, if you move, you can't shoot it. Last cutters, you hit it weapon skill six or weapon skill one with one hit. In close combat. Yeah, such a so. cool name, and yet it just underperforms in actual game terms. Don't know what it really, like... Yeah, it's probably for, like, breaching doors. And yeah, stuff. it's like, basically a tool, right? Like, it's that's basically what it is, is a torch to open doors. But it's just... I don't even know why they add it and why it's even 10 points. It should be, like, free. Just um, use a melt gun. <laughs> um... Veteran sergeants uh, may replace their bolt gun and and or their pistol for one of the following: plasma pistol, power weapon, single lightning claw, power fist, thunder hammer. Uh, probably I'd probably just take a power fist just to have that, you know, AP two, strength eight. Um, a veteran like sergeant. I do like the theme, like with a thunder hammer, and like a lot of these. Oh, I guess right? yeah. yeah, with the shields. Well, they're they're forge like they work the forge too, right? Yeah. So the hammer is kind of like a symbol for them too. What it seems like. So. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. I I wouldn't buy it because it's twenty points, but I, I get what you're saying. It it, it would look thematic. Yeah. And then the veteran sergeant can be upgraded artificer, melt the bombs, and one breacher charge, which I've never oh. used, but. Um, so we're getting into their special rule, gun them down. Uh, this attack may only be made so long as after the target unit falls back. The Medusa and Immortals would no longer be engaged in combat after making... Oh, sorry, I jumped ahead. Uh, Medusa and Immortal squad may not attempt to make sweep in advance, so they can't sweep at all. Instead of rolling to make a sweep in advance roll, the controlling player may choose to have the Immortals... Uh, shoot as if they were shooting in the shooting phase against the single squad falling back. Uh, however, weapons with the blast weapons may not be fired when making uh, them gun them down, and any template weapon is D3 automatic hits. 
on fleeing units. Resolve these attacks at normal strength and AP value instead of using the template to allocate this. This is done before any falling back models. So it, it, it sounds cool, but wouldn't you rather just wipe out the whole unit if they fail? You would. Just like, look. well, okay, if you can catch them. Yeah, I, yes. I guess they still have to roll for a leadership test and yeah, all that, so. right? But uh, it but sounds it, cool. Like, it's a whole breacher thing rather than... Because they're they're in formation, right? Yeah, they're not yeah gonna it's, break it's not break, to... breaking the line, right? It's yeah. like that. It's like that's it's like that scene in Three Hundred, right? Yeah, they're all they're all in the line, and the one guy is off off showboating, and then he gets his head decapitated. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, that's what it sounds like. They're very, they're very regimented, and they stay in formation, and they just they all are interlocked and walk. You know, goes one kind of thing, right? Yeah, and then so that's that's pretty cool, actually. I, I really like that. So if they win combat, you basically they they don't break formation to try and uh, you know kill them, and they'd rather just shoot them than than actually break formation. I'd so, yeah, just I, rather shoot them too. <laughs> to be honest, uh, I don't feel like running. Let's just even <laughs> even with like in comparison to just the regular Legion Breacher uh, Siege Squad, two hundred points versus two hundred five. Like I don't see why you would never take Medusans, right? Like. Oh yeah, if you're playing Iron Hands for sure. Point for point, I mean, they're, they're so much better because they get feel no pain, and then the ability to buy Volkite chargers. Yeah, it's so can't because they're these guys are twelve points each. I think Breachers are ten points. Uh, to Fifteen. Start. Fifteen to buy them. In addition, yeah, they're two hundred oh. for ten, and then yeah, it's fifteen points. So it's just like it's crazy. Like it's just. <laughs> yeah, point for point, like Forge World, if you're listening, please fix Breacher Squads. Yeah, they need to be cheaper. They do. I think 175 opens them up into a realm where, you know, people might actually start uh, playing around with them. Yeah. And then you make them 13 points each, just like the Assault Squad, right? Yeah. Because, yeah, they're starting to creep up because they are cheaper now. So it's just, yeah. I know my uh, I know mine for the Ultramarines are a little bit pricier, just because I give them that extra upgrade power sword on each of them. But mm-hmm. either way, like tons of people want to play with breachers. Yeah, <laughs> it's so I can kind of go. Uh, originally, the mortals had a whole bunch of points that were ridiculous. I'll quickly like just go over what i see so originally in the first book they started out at 250 which was huge for just like a 10-man squad and then they jumped them down to 205 yeah um they still cost 12 points for extra models and then volkites were five points in addition so it eventually you know they become 17 points each which was crazy and I think in book two, they used to have a six plus feel no pain, but when they got jumped to the red book here, they basically gave them a five plus, yeah. but they fixed like the wording on Gundam down because Gundam down was like, oh, you got to choose. You got to choose if you wanted to sweep or shoot, and then you still had to make a leadership test. And then right. if you, if you pass your leadership test, you basically, um, you got to shoot as normal. But it, they cleaned it them was, up a bit. Yeah, they just made the wording a lot simpler and yeah. made it just so you you never sweep. You just automatically get to shoot them. 
But if you're taking Volkites anyways, you're you're gonna end up getting those like uh, deflagrates. So. Definitely we better. Probably. Yeah, definitely a better uh, a better unit all around. I'll uh, I'll read my favorite character here. And I was gonna say you, you may as well. It's <laughs> your boy right there. So I don't think I've not played a game with him other than like Zona Mortalis, where he can't actually get into a tank there. Yeah. But uh, Spearhead, a Centurion, Casterman, Orth. Um, he's probably he's the only character that's able to command a tank. Yeah. At the beginning of the game, I'll just read his little real tank. Tank. Uh, da, 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 where is it? Spearhead. Uh, Spearhead Commander. Spearhead Commander. Uh, while Casterman Orth is inside a vehicle. It uses his ballistic skill of five and benefits from the tank hunter special rule, which is crazy because you know any tank becoming ballistic skill five and then giving it tank hunter, yeah, is makes it too too good. It's insane and he's only good. he's only eighty points, so he's an auto occlude every single time. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I've seen um, that. Just that, to me, that just screams Proteus with the three Laz cannons, and you just sit in yeah. there and just fire away with three twin link Laz cannons with Tank Hunter, like insane. Well, my favorite was always putting them in the Laser Destroyer Vindicators. Yep. Yeah. And then having a squadron of them, and then giving Tank Hunter to the rest of them, and then you basically re-roll every hit because they're twin linked, and then you get to re-roll to pen. And you know your strength nine AP one. You're going yeah. to wreck whatever, whatever's in in the way, right? Oh, so, for sure. Yeah. Um, I'll just go through like his little war gear and stuff. So Power armor, fractor field, frag uh, and crack, bolt pister, uh, power mall, cyber familiar. Nice uh, independent character, uh, legion Astartes, spearhead commander, tank hunter. Um. He's he's basically just the standard centurion, weapon skill plus six oh five, strength, toughness four, two wounds, initiative four, uh three attacks, leadership nine, three plus armor. He's not you know, he's not a fighting guy and uh he also if he gets blown out of a tank, he just leaves that tank. So it's awesome that way because he's not like, uh, what's the Ultramarine guy from 40? Cronus. Cronus, yeah. Because yeah. he would just die, right, with the tank. Yeah. And this guy just pops out. And he's he's basically just, you know, a Centurion with, with a Power Mall after that. He's basically useless. I usually, because he's usually in a tank and he's up front or somewhere or in the backs. He's, he's usually by himself. He's got a Bionic Eye. He's got a bionic oh, so guy. Don't be hating. So he can't actually jump into another vehicle, then, eh? Like to. Uh, no, he can't like just host it or whatever. So right. Um, but his his warlord trait is called Tank Crusher. If chosen as the army's warlord, Casimir Orth automatically has the Tank Crusher trait rather than rolling randomly. Uh, if Casimir Orth is your warlord, then all vehicles with the tank type. In your primary detachment, gains plus one to the result when inflicting a vehicle damage. Um, sorry, on the vehicle damage table when making ramming attacks. It's not. It doesn't come up that much because ramming screws up your shooting. But 
Uh, it is funny when you, you start ramming with rhinos and stuff like that because now they're actually wounding one better. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it barely comes up. Usually, usually when I'm ramming, it's because weapons got blown off and it's become useless. So, yeah. But I don't know. It's, it's, it's okay. It, yeah. It's fluffy and it's steamy. Uh, usually, <laughs> usually when I'm ramming with rhinos, it's because it's not a kill point game and you don't care. Yeah, you just hey, hail Mary. So, yeah, because you want to try and get that one hall point off or something, right? Or you want to yeah. try and do something just crazy, or you want to try and smash through people because the rhino will just move people out of the way, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, displace. When, them. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I guess know. I want to re- read about uh, Autech. Yeah, I can read about him, the Iron Father, Autek Moore. Um, he's actually, like, at first glance, not a bad character, a little pricey. So he's rocking pretty much your uh, Praetor stat line, weapon skill 6, ballistic skill, strength, and toughness of all five. I think that is why now he's a little more expensive, right? Just honestly, like, we'll get into more, so... Three wounds, uh, initiative four, three attacks, ten leadership, and a two-plus armor. So he's rocking Cataphraki Terminator armor. He's got a servo arm, Cortex controller, Paragon blade. Okay, so I, I see. Uh, Volkite charger. Just with that alone, he's pretty good. Um, he can't be instant death by any shooting weapon. No. no oh, yeah. Yeah, well. yeah so... Um, Special rules are independent character, fearless, Legion of Stardis, Iron Hands, Bulky, Battlesmith, Master of the Legion, Jealous Command, which basically if uh, he must be your Warlord, unless uh, Ferris Mattis is also present. And he mm-hmm. has a Warlord trait, Murderous Arsenal. Uh, so automatically has this trait rather than rolling. If he's your Warlord, then both he and a single chosen infantry unit may be given preferred enemy infantry. Pretty good. Definitely... Uh, <laughs> Definitely excels in uh, close quarters like Zone Mortalis fights. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. So, We're, but... The Warlord trait, because he has it himself, preferred enemy. So, like, yeah. in combat, it gives it to him in the unit, right? So, it's good that way because then you're re-rolling everything in combat. Yeah. And then he's allowed, he allows it, he's allowed to give it to one other separate unit. And it's always heavy support. Oh, yeah. If I were to ever, like, do it, right? Because... You know, you give it to them, and you usually go with the anti-infantry stuff, like the Volkite Cavalier Charger. No, Volkite... um, Culverins? The big... Yeah, Culverins, right? Or missile launchers. So, And if anyone's seen any of Armin's games or played against Armin, and you know how hard enemy and uh, Volkites work, you know that it's just... Just (laughs) shenanigans. (laughs) Yeah. So I mean, nah. and him being fearless is awesome too. Yeah. No, that's that's awesome. The strength five got me really excited, and then once I'm looking, I'm like, oh, okay, he's got a paragon blade, so he's strength six. I was like, well, that's not bad, honestly. You wounding most things on twos, which is pretty sweet, and then with the preferred enemy, yeah. uh, you're rolling yeah. the ones, right? T five yeah. is where he really shines, and uh, having a two plus four plus, I definitely expected him to have a core. Uh, Cyber familiar, yeah, right. Being an Iron Father, you would think, but let's be real. If he had, you know, T five and he had three plus invulnerable, he'd probably be a little <laughs> too good. He's the proto uh, proto uh, custodies. 
He's what's yeah. left from a Thunder Warrior. I don't know. So, <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, he, awesome, awesome uh, model. In the in yeah. the fluff, he's he's such an asshole too. Like just the whole Iron Hands thing is just being asshole. He literally what he'll do too is he he'll if anyone slights him in any way, he's just like let's go to the you know the combat cages and he'll he'll accidentally wink wink kill those guys. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Because he's just such an asshole about it, and he's just he eventually just jumped right to the top, and uh, just because he's such a badass. But he's also a Terran by birth. Oh, okay. So there's, so there's like this little weird thing because they don't really trust him, but he's such an asshole. Hmm. I don't know. Ferris likes him. It's like uh, a lot of the legions. It's like nobody likes the Terrans. Yeah. Well, well, they're just different, right? Yeah. yeah. Just a different crew. But, um, you know what I have noticed? that, Like, since we've been doing these Legion overviews, and it kind of spat out here, too, is uh, we keep looking at these units, and it's like, these would be really good in Zone Mortalis. <laughs> and we haven't really played a lot of Zone Mortalis, just pretty much what you've seen on the show there kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. So it's a good realization of, hey, you know, yeah. These guys are actually be fun to play in that. Well, it's just it's just that these these guys are good in those situations because well the problem is is when you play an actual game nobody's running you know these big expensive specific legion blobs because you know they can have a vehicle that will just take them out in one turn. That's yeah, kind of well, why sure. you don't see like that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. just the meta, right? Yeah, and then. We're I getting mean, into for competitive. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was gonna say there, there is the shift happening, right? So you might see these, you know, Legion-specific squads. Not to mention some uh, uh, Mornoval units and stuff creeping into games where it could be actually bringing that flavor back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So now we're getting into like Ferris Manus himself. Yeah, the big dog. The Gorgon, the Worm Slayer. The bane of of heirs north, the great Iron Father. <laughs> uh, um, quite the title. Yeah. Oh, they all do, but he's just got you know all these fancy ones. Uh, weapon skill seven, kind of standard. Ballistic skill six, pretty standard. Uh, strength seven, which not he's very, on the higher end. Yeah, not very uh, standard. Yeah. Uh, toughness seven, which isn't standard. Him and Vulcan. Basically, are the only two I think. I think Montarian? That, Montarian? More, yeah. yeah. Um, maybe, yeah. And then uh, six wounds, pretty standard there. Um, initiative five, so he's actually below standard with that one because six is usually the average. Same with his attacks at four. And leadership 10, weapon skill, or sorry, two plus save. Uh, his special rules, Primark, all the same stuff. Sire, the Iron Hands, Master of. Of mechanicus mechanicisms and very bulky. Uh, he's war gear. He's got the Medusan carapace and the forge breaker. Um, starting with his special rules, sire of the iron hands. Um, Ferris Manus has the relentless and smash special rule. I don't. I this was written like, you know, the second book, so. Him having relentless doesn't really make sense, but 
Whatever. And Smash. I've never used Smash once. Because there's no point in giving up two attacks when he's already... Or, sorry, giving up all of his attacks to re-roll the pen. Yeah. Um, but he he does have an AP2 at all times, which is good. Um, so, yeah, basically... So the Smash works when he loses his hammer. Because he, he's got to rule the death of Ferris Manus. Um, for... Da, 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 so he, at... At a price reduction, he basically loses Forge Breaker. So now his hands are AP2, yeah. which is awesome. Yeah. No, that's but, not bad at all. Uh, if you're using uh, the Smash, right? Yeah. Or, well, I don't know. I've never I've never used them without the hammer. So. Yeah. Um, his other, so the continuing his Sire rules, all models with the Legion of Stardis Iron Hand special rule. In your army containing Ferris Manus gains the field no pain six plus special roll, unless they already possess a superior version of it. He's not really a leader like the rest of the guys. He literally just makes people feel like they're stronger than they are. There's no like leadership bonus or anything yeah. like that, like a lot of the other guys have. Because most most guys are like, oh, plus one leadership to your whole army. Yeah. So. Um, where he, where he also, sorry, the other part of his rule is Ferris Manus is a master artificer and possesses the Battlesmithing rule, and passes the repair rolls on a three plus. Yeah. So he basically just repairs anything you want. In addition, in a primary detachment that contains Ferris Manus, uh, all vehicles with at least one armor value of uh, thirteen gains. It will not die. Yeah, so, so, so predators, predators are your friend. Yeah. 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 He, uh, so what he does is he doesn't help the infantry as much, so he helps vehicles more, in a sense. Because yeah. <laughs> everybody can fix it, and he, like, he has his best guys there kind of thing. And, right. you know, it's... Because that's what happened in, in that big mega battle was when I, I won... the. Because I wasn't losing hall points because I was everyone had blessing of the Amasaya and then everyone had it will not die, which you roll two different dice and eventually you're gonna end up getting hall points back. So it's it's crazy when you have an all tank army and, and they're not dying. <laughs> um his carapace, Medusan Carapace, um it he's got a two plus, three plus, which is huge. So he's basically a tank. That you can kind of see it in his stats with his low attacks yeah. and his high toughness. Um, he has a Nuncio Vox and a Servo Arm. Um, Ferris Weapon can also fire two weapons in the following phase. Uh, he, he's equipped with the Plasma Blaster, Graviton Gun, Grenade Harness, Unlimited Use, and Heavy Flamer. The only things I've ever used mostly is the plasma blaster and a graviton gun. Yeah, the the best ones, right? Like Yeah. Oh, sorry, I've used grenade harnesses because he doesn't actually have grenades equipped. For grenades, yeah. Like every other Primarch has. <laughs> so I That's have great. to use it if I want to charge in a fight at initiative five. Otherwise or it, like into terrain and stuff. Yep. And then he's got Forge Breaker. And then, um, which is double strength, 
AP one, melee concussive strike down. Strike down, I don't really get because it's more of a shooting thing. But um, he has it. Uh, concussive. He's basic. It's basically just the thunder hammer. That's AP one. Yeah. Well, he's striking that initiative. For whatever reason, per travel makes it better. Well, I have to strike at initiative one. Oh, because you're unwieldy because you can't hold it. But yeah. you get blind with it, though. Yeah, but I'm immune to blind. The logo seal. You are, but you can blind everyone else with the thunder hammer. <laughs> it's per travel, um, man. He don't care about anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, that's basically him. He's not, he, they are. He's not, not very big. Uh, you can, like I said, you can take him out without the hammer, and he's 50... 40 points less. It's basically if you want to do a narrative because when he fights when he fights Fulgrim, he doesn't have the hammer because Fulgrim actually has the hammer at that time on Istvan 3. Or Istvan 5? Five? 5, yeah. 5, yeah. So. Fighting him with his fists? Yeah, he can just fight with his fists for... But he's... He has smash, so they're at AP2, which is nice. But him being... Um, oh, there's a part I missed in the armor. Um, so shooting attacks are at minus one for him. Minus one to hit? Minus one strength. Oh, minus one strength. Yeah. So he's toughness seven, right? And weapons are at minus one. Means bolters can't actually hurt him. Because they become strength three. Being at T seven, yeah. Yeah, oh, he, yeah it's double yeah. plus one, right? So bolters can't actually hurt him. And there was a there was a while there where veteran snipers could take him down. Oh, with the oh, with uh, sixes are rending. Oh, uh, it always wounded on fours, right? Oh, yeah. yeah with the that's the old. Oh, yeah. So, because huh. yeah. they became like the bane of Primark. Yeah. That's when veterans were, yeah. Everybody were was taking sniper vets, man. Yeah. yeah. Marksman or whatever it was called. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm glad that's changed now, at least. Like... It was nice while it lasted, but it was a little overpowered, especially against, <laughs> like, Mechanicum and, and, like, the high toughness guys that aren't supposed yeah. to die to bolters. Well, so... how many people, you know, are guilty? I, I used to run, you know, five or six combi flamers. Just to lay yeah. down the flamers and woo, rending and yeah, just take them all out, right? Like just insane. <laughs> yeah, I've uh, I've been uh, I've been afflicted by that, especially Bill's flamers. Mm. Popping out of Reiner or something, just oh yeah. But yeah, the veterans. No, he he doesn't have a lot. Like he's basically just you know two plus three plus gives tanks. It will not die. Units get six plus funeral pain. Forge Breaker is literally just a Thunder Hammer. There's nothing cool about it. Vul like Vulcan has instant death and all that stuff. Well, but with Strength no. 10, it's kind of implied, right? Like, Yeah. Although, you know, there are units out there that can definitely give him a run for his money. At his points level, though, 455. He's pretty decently pointed, I guess. Mm -hmm. Compared to some of the newer ones, like uh, Russ and stuff like that. He might be a little high now, but... Still, not bad. Yeah. Definitely tanky. He's got mm -hmm. some cool rules, right? Yeah. Some neat stuff. Yeah. Not, uh, I mean, if you're, you know, comparing, like, 
the Primarchs and whatnot, and who's the better fighter? Well, he's he, he's not a, he's not a slouch, but he's not you know he's not top yeah. of the tree either, right? So he's he can survive longer because of the three plus. But yeah, he, uh, he sometimes you know those four attacks kind of hurt because you know a lot of the other Primarchs are weapon skill seven or up, and yeah, you know if he's fighting someone. You know he's always he's always hitting on fours, and then you know like that's fifty fifty. So you're what two two dice, and then you're probably wounding every single time. But every time you get a one, it it hurts, you know a lot. And yeah, yeah. Um, you know the biggest problem I have with Ferris Manus is that headless joke that I get every friggin' time. It's like, oh, did you build a model without a head? Where's his head? Oh, his head's still on his body. Just tell him I magnetized it, bro. (laughs) Just sit there going, "Uh uh-huh, yep. You know, you're not the first person to, you know, make that joke. Uh It's funny, though, because when when we were starting, um, like, the whole heresy thing back, like, what, 10 years ago or whatever, we were all, you know, Brandon, our buddy, he was like, you know, you're playing a Primark that dies first, right? I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, you know, like <laughs> you're playing a guy. He literally is the first Primarch to die in the whole series. He's he's the like, the only one that dies through the whole series until like the end. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like you're literally playing it, and it's like if you want to play Fluff, you can't go very far with Ferris. It's the van. That's it. Yeah, we're always playing post uh, pre Estevan. Yeah, basically. <laughs> then per travel can't use ever use his thunder hammer. Then that's fine. You know, I, even without the hammer, he still strength seven AP two. He's wearing oh, yeah. cool armor, so. <laughs> no, he. Uh, they're definitely. You know, they basically. You know, they become my bread and butter. I. I don't know. I can't think of not ever have not having them. Yeah. Just honestly, I've been collecting them since book two came out and um yeah they're you know, they're your jam right yeah i i've probably got i i'm gonna guess 10 to 15 k of iron hands maybe not all of it's painted but i i have so many tanks i have so many marines i have so much like i've just been collecting for so long and oh yeah yeah i know it's awesome they're they're basically you know my baby yeah <laughs> And I and I like that they're not they're not uh, they're not out there. Not, no one spams them. Like you don't see a lot of people playing them. Not you know not like the Iron Warriors where every second guy is playing an Iron Warriors list, right? So gotta cut me deep. <laughs> cut me deep. My my first LVO that I went to, uh, it was funny because my first match was against a guy playing Iron Hands. Yeah, that, and yeah. like and then like after like. You know, playing yourself, Dan, like, and then going and playing like this guy in like the tournament, and I was just like, "Whoa, this guy has like a completely different style army, and just kind of mm-hmm. like slightly throws you off because you're like, oh, this guy's gonna have all these tanks, but nope." And uh, even the the way the mission was, it was it's one of those one of those missions where you had to definitely like play tactically Mm -hmm. it's like okay his big squads over there let's ignore that and let's get get out of here and yeah you know 
what's funny about that year. So that year was the the year I brought my Iron Hands. Um, <laughs> there was four Iron Hands players there, and that was the first time I've ever seen that many Iron Hands players all together in in one room, and it was crazy. And it was funny too because you know I came with my armored breakthrough right and just had all these tanks and I had all these guys come up to me and they're like are the iron hands guys they're like oh yeah i saw it you know i saw it on the page right because we we're all connected through the iron hands like facebook page like oh i yep. saw that list right and you're like how's it doing and i'm like you know i'm, I'm winning most of my games and they're like oh you know, i gotta do that now and it's funny cause it's just like it was just like i felt like this big brother because i've been playing them so long and i'm like <laughs> I eventually found what worked for me and you know it was just it was a good time and I you know I don't like using that list too much because it makes people cry because it's just like I think every predator has last cannons and then yep. you know, the vindicator rays and it, it's just strength nine ap2 or one all across the table and and just watching these guys get blown off the table was plus I took um the storm lord or storm sword which was like this massive blast, ignores, cover, um, super heavy. And after that, I was just like, I'm done taking this list to LVO because it just felt like I was just drinking people's tears. And I think I ended up <laughs> in fourth behind like Armin and Alex and uh, the uh, one other guy. So, you know, I, James, I, the next. Uh, James wasn't there that year. I think. Oh, that's Gregory. right. Yeah, I think Greg. Yep. Yeah. So the next year, I ended up coming with white scars and came in second last. But that's that's a different time and story. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it it's just you know it, it's, no, it's, it's it's definitely solid. I I think they're under underrated. I think yeah, they are underrated. Too. I think they are too. Because yeah. there's so many times where I've had Terminators survive for so long on an objective. And I've won so many games with just like one Terminator left and people just shooting as much as they can into it and having that minus strength to it. And then, you know, because I can buy, you know, you'd buy the Cyber for, for the Sergeants and then you have a three plus on the Cataphracty guy and I'm just sitting there tanking. I'm just laughing. I'm like, ah. <laughs> but... No, they're definitely, they're definitely good. Uh, it kind of sucks that they don't have a whole lot in the the stories themselves, other than like at the beginning. Well, you kind of hear about them in like Black Shields or like yeah, little fluff like Shattered Legions kind of stuff. Yeah, the Sons of Senular. Yeah, on there. So, so I mean, they're not they're not as big and popular as like you know, Ultramarines or. Um, Sons of Horus, right? Like, just because there isn't a whole lot, and usually when they show up in books, it's usually like one guy, or like one tech marine, or whatever, right? That he's like left over from Instagram. Yeah, just riddled with rage and PTSD. <laughs> oh, we oh, forgot no. about uh, Shadrach. Sorry, he's Shadrach Medusin. He's a character for the Iron Hand. Oh, he's in uh, book six. The other books when they added. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I was going to say, for it, yeah. I don't remember seeing him in the red book. Because he basically just becomes. So he's basically just a predator. Um, he just has a power sword that's rending. That's kind of his war gear. 
but his special, like his his ability though, is he um, if you take like a shattered legions list, he's allowed to run a right that isn't his, and he gets to pick from the salamanders or raven guard. Hmm. Um, because in a shattered legion, to take a right, you have to have your uh, warlord has to be from that specific legion. Yeah. Um, Shadrach, since he was kind of like the leader of uh, the Shattered Legions, I, I haven't listened to him, but I kind of just read his stuff from Wiki and whatever I've heard from the guys that have read the stories. But he uh, basically becomes like this leader for the Shattered Legions. And the Shattered Legions were pretty much like the Salamanders, Raven Guard, and, and Iron Hands, who were all left over and became like this single force kind of thing. And so he's allowed to take any right from the Raven Guard Salamanders or Iron Hands, even though he's not one of the two. So that's kind of a hit, his kind of gimmick. So. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. I don't, know, I don't know what else to talk about the Iron Hands. I think I talked a lot, too much. I maybe. think No, I think I think that kind of gave good. a well-rounded thing. Like mm-hmm. Anybody listening, as always, if you think we missed something or we overlooked something, uh, definitely comment chime in let us know oh yeah for sure yeah because yeah we we definitely appreciate all the feedback no matter what we i know we have it in that little spiel in the beginning too but we just can't get that message out enough like we want to hear the feedback ask us questions if you think you know um you want to bounce some ideas off of dan for your iron hands ask away Oh, I just remembered something. The other reason I, I started playing Iron Hands mm-hmm. was they were the they're the only Legion that got Legion specific units. Um and they also got Iron Hands tactical marines. That's true. They're they're not like anything special. All they are is literally tactical marines that you can buy separate that yeah. have like robotic legs and robotic arms and then like shoulder pads. They look like gear cogs, and but yeah, they're not legion specific anything, and they're the only army to get a legion spe- like a specific tactical marine yeah. set out of all the armies. I uh, will admit I have a few of those upgrades <laughs> in my Iron Warriors to make them look cooler. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, well, I mean, they obviously don't have like. They did like the weird thing where they came out with the like, Iron Father character, who is basically Autic should have Moore. just been Odd Tech, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Casterman never got a model, but he's literally all all you have to do is glue like a dude's shoulder pads and a head on on in a hole, right, for a for a tank. But if you don't have but... Bionic Eye, then no way, man. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I always, I always said that Valkyr or whatever his name is, you got to drill that eye out, right? Cause oh, um, yeah, Cure Valen, yeah. Yeah, Cure yeah, Valen. Yeah. Yeah. Roast that eye, Paul. No Nick Fury <laughs> eye patch, just a dead socket. <laughs> oh, yeah. with, the, uh, with, with the, uh, the Iron Hands, though, there's a lot of, hobby-wise, there's a lot of good and great opportunities for a lot of conversions. Yes. You know, with, oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know we've talked in the past, like, way back, you know, like, robotic parts and stuff actually stealing some like plastic necron legs and all that stuff mm-hmm. i've seen know, a few of those yeah to make conversions like that which is a pretty cool idea and if you are doing like the armored 
breakthrough and stuff and using a lot of tanks like the detail work you can do on tanks with weathering and chipping mm-hmm. and all that is just yeah. it's, it's beyond me right like you know even then when you first did your your painting right yeah you uh you started off pretty pretty straightforward and then you decided to go back and hit your hit your tanks up with more details and up the game on it oh yeah, they yeah, look yeah. great right well look. originally i was trying to do paint them like 40k with the black and then the white weapons and i, I ended up not liking that and i ended up finding um a metallic black for my mm-hmm. my iron hand so it's got like it's almost like a very very dark silver mm-hmm. and it it really fits i think with the iron hands being all mechanical and like it's shininess because a lot of times you'll see i didn't want to do because what a lot of the heresy guys do is they try to do like oil stained armor with like the purple and the and the greens kind of thing right you know like that that little like you know when you see like a uh, oil in a puddle and you got like those rainbowy colors yeah, that come out like, of it uh, lot... like for the old school guys the excalibur armor yeah <laughs> and a lot of a lot of guys try to do that and it looks awesome and i you know i'm i'm not as a fit, proficient as that but i found that metallic black work because there's a lot of times where i'm playing a game and a guy would come up to me like oh how's those raven guard doing i'm like because <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> they're so close right yeah, because uh, it's just black on black, and I found that just painting metallic guys are really... now guys come up and they're like, "Oh, that's a sweet uh, dark Iron Warriors color," and I'm like, "Oh, come on!" But <laughs> well, they so... got half of it right. Yeah, they got the iron part right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I also I like to put chain uh, chain mail um, tabards on a lot of my infantry guys. Right. So... Yeah, I've seen that. It looks pretty good. Yeah, nice. it, you know, it, there's a you can do a lot with them, and I I find that they're very convertible, and you can literally do whatever you want. Like if, on the Iron Hands page, I see tons of guys like take these dreadnoughts and like give them like servo arms, or they taking parts like from orcs, like the mechanical parts from orcs to try and give them like an extended arm kind of thing, and yeah, you know, all this craziness. Or huh. no, they're 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 very they're very much convertible that way seen dudes would like make you know track legs and stuff like that like just craziness make them into terminators yeah basically yeah. destroyer things or whatever they're called in the movie yeah yeah no it's definitely they're definitely uh like we said underrated and you know i really love i love basically so all right i think awesome. i'm I'm out of wind with that. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's perfect. You know, thanks for uh, tuning every everybody, and we'll yeah. definitely, uh, you know, be jumping into another uh, Legion overview next week. Yeah, please share, like, and subscribe, all that kind of jazz. Yep. All right. Catch you guys later. See you. Bye. Celebrating our. Ninth edition release for the Indominus box set. We're actually dropping our very first ninth edition battle report, premiering tomorrow. So don't forget to check it out. Thanks for watching. <laughs> <laughs>